Previously on Dice Weave. I could go for a hymnal. He'll be a representative at the Mezzo Mezzanine. Hello, would you happen to be a Gabalresh? My name is a Gabalresh! Not Gabalresh, not whatever you said. We want to make a withdrawal from the Encephalico. Perhaps you would like to come with me into the back of the room. Before you quite make it to this door, like a chunk of metal lands on the ground. I fucking hate the idea of splitting up, but you clearly want to go check this out, don't you? This sounds like a bad idea. I mean, you can't be in two places at once. Uh, How you doing, buddy? My name is Pete. No, 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 that's my name. You know, when people say there's two of them now, they don't usually mean it literally. <laughs> okay, last time on Dice Weave, Kenzie and Nate, Nav and Colin, that's your character names, you went to Yabalresh and had a conversation that we have not yet seen because it has not yet, uh, if we don't know what we need out of it, and that's partly my poor direction that is that is on me for not really clarifying the fact that i don't want y'all to like worry about what the previous people did for this heist i was just trying to avoid falling into the pitfalls of the previous people who clearly died horribly (laughs) they didn't they're probably fine i have to hold on to hope i love them we can probably space purgatory or whatever happens to people i think that's called the like Forbidden Zone or something. It, probably it, in Super Hell with fucking Castiel. <laughs> Ooh, fate worse than death. Maybe they got captured by the mind bees at the Encephalicome. Minecraft. <laughs> if they're going to, if they're going to be in any kind of space hell, it wouldn't be space hell. It would be meat hell, meat purgatory. True. That's the that's the reference. I think meat purgatory is when you eat something and you have to wait <laughs> until you tell whether or not it gave you food poisoning. Uh, any wedding ever oh no Val is dying actually your wedding's food was good my wedding's food was pizza I ordered from Michael the guy in town who makes good pizza that sounds like great wedding food yeah it was good it was my original caterer had a stroke but she had a good time at the wedding anyways (laughs) I'm glad she made it to the wedding Val do you need water please go drink some water I'm great Ada stuck her fucking entire leg down my throat. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great start to our episode. We're 17 minutes in. Doing great. (laughs) Oh, this is good content. It is good content, (laughs) I hope. I'll I'll see what I've got. Yar, content. (laughs) Hi, Ness. Thanks, Ness. I've been delivered water. (laughs) My hacking was heard. Anyway. Okay, podcast, fuck. Yeah, no, we have a fucking show that we keep forgetting about. <sighs> and then Colin and Nav were, no, God fucking damn it. That's the ones I just said. Colin and Nav did nothing of importance. The other two did things. Two and a half. Yeah. And then Pete and Belle went and talked to a busker. And set up a meeting with someone from the Unified Choir at the Mezzo Mezzanine. But on the way, not far from the Mezzo Mezzanine, like a, half, like a few buildings over, 
a, a chunk of metal, some kind of mechanical bit, fell out of a window that seemed to have some relevance to the screw set that Pete has. And after much subtle cajoling on my part, I could have just, I, maybe I could have just let you move on. But after much subtle cajoling, uh, he realized, oh, I should go in there. <laughs> and, in, <laughs> and instead of just going in there, decided to reveal his focus ability, which is he has a clone. I sure do. And horned <laughs> his clone out. And that's where we're going to start. Something important that I need to know. Would you fuck your clone? Which of you... <laughs> yeah, would would you fuck your clone? Only if they're evil. Only if <laughs> I don't think P would. I mean he doesn't even really know this guy. He he just ejected him from his <laughs> It's you No, that makes sense. Okay, bruh. And we have also established that Pete uh, doesn't really know what sex is, kind of. Kind of. Or at least in that it doesn't relate to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't know what this means. That did make it in, by the way. Excellent. I guess it's canon Pete law. It yeah, is. I love hypersexual Belle next to, uh, like, it completely sex-oblivious Pete. <laughs> anyway. Yes, Lexi's question. Oh, right. Oh, okay. We've established that Pete does not know if he would fuck his clone. Important lore. The other question I know you were going to ask. The other question that I was going to ask that I've forgotten. What was my question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you talked to me about this. Yeah, well, I was I was interrupted mid-train of thought. Anyway, this is a great start to this episode, y'all. Important question. Which of you is going to which place? Because your clone has specific stats. Um, I will let you roll with roll and use your pools as a shared pool thing, but otherwise one of you is still like notably a clone. Yes, now I was going to say the clone can't, I mean the clone doesn't have access to any of my paradox powers, nor can really meaningfully fight on his own. He can help other people fight, but yeah, see, I think we also might, sh might share a psychic link, or maybe that's one of the later on traits. I have this written, written down somewhere. There is a psychic link, but it is that it heightens to a point where you actually share thoughts at tier two. So y'all have to level up a little bit more for that. Otherwise, it's more of like a, I would say let's say like an empathetic link, but you don't share memories or anything. All right. Beyond your splitting off. So you'll have to like talk to each other. You. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there is two of me. Uh, hi. Uh. What the hell do I call you? We can't just both be Pete. Uh, how about... I don't know, like... I kind of gave birth to you. You looked vaguely egg-shaped at some point, so, uh... What about, let's say, a mythical bird? Peg. Junior. <laughs> I, I, was I was leading up to making... <laughs> To making Pete the second, the first Pete, Pete, and the second Pete Griffin, because I wanted to be absolutely awful. <laughs> but I'm not going to subject Are us you to fucking... that. I can't believe you remembered this bit. <laughs> of course, I remembered this bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting some notes here. So um, the writers' room wants to have <laughs> words. Will <laughs> I um. You know, we can worry about that later. Uh, we can't have a writer's room right now. They're on strike. 
We can only improvise. Th- this is not struck work, y'all. <laughs> we are not unionized. Guys, we should unionize against Lexi. <laughs> what am I? Why? What would you do for the? <laughs> what? Because I don't pay y'all. <laughs> we need bathroom breaks. <laughs> Well, you do need bathroom breaks, actually. That that is my bad. Someone say something when you need those, for fuck's sake, because I don't think about it. We demand piss rights. (laughs) I'm a little piss boy. Let me be a little piss boy. Little pee-pee piss boy rights. This fucking episode is a disaster. This is your fault. You fed into my manic energy before we did this. Oh, hey, it's we've only been recording. Well, okay, I guess if we add the 17 minutes, I have been. <laughs> 25 minutes? I, I, I've got 25 minutes. That's a lot of quality footage anyway. We've gotten a sentence out. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Inner Pete. Let, let's just let's just call you that. Um, You were inside me. Wow, that's a weird thing to say. Uh, reminds me of an internet thing. Anyway. So- <laughs> oh, God. So, do you want to do the... Solo mission? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, about that. I feel like I have fine print in my brain. Should probably read it out loud. <clears throat> uh, NB, your new U2, uh, may not, may be lacking possession in combat abilities, uh, biological or extraterrestrial augmentations, or any other such, uh, non-traditional power sets. So, I don't... I'm, I think that, let me see, something about best for group work. Okay, cool. So you go with Bell. Uh, Bell, don't let inner me die. He seems like he's not good at not dying. Uh, no offense, don't take him. Uh, I will go... <laughs> <laughs> I'll go check on a mystery object and maybe the janitor, who, who's to say. And you go tell me what's going on with Bell and... No, no, pretend to me, me. People think you have psychic powers. No, people don't know us here. Oh, right, yes. Are you sure? Like, wouldn't it be safer for the real you to be with me? What happens if something happens? I'm I'm supposed to keep you guys alive. You're supposed to keep both of us alive. He's real, too, I I think. I feel real. I mean, okay, uh, what happened on our 15th birthday? Okay, so, first of all, no, all right. And... Uh, did it involve an owl? Several. Okay, cool. He's me. I'm gonna... I'll go out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, but, like, if... If he dies, nothing happens. If you go off and die, shit's fucked. But, like, I, I know what I'm doing. I, like, have crazy powers and stuff. He just said he didn't. We can't just set him off to die. That's really sad. Well, it's not sending him off to die. You don't. You're not walking into this expecting to die. I'm just. No, but if things go. Look, I'm worried. Okay. Uh, it's my. It's all right. I've already had my first mission. I. I saw somebody become a horrible fate worse than death crow wolf thing. Like, this, this. This place probably doesn't have worse than that. Besides, uh, we have. You have my like phone number or something. I will uh send you a message if something goes wrong, and uh, I'll work it out. Don't worry, just uh, keep me safe. If things are going wrong, I will bail. Bell just kind of reaches out, puts a hand on the shoulder. All right, but Pete, I want you to promise me if anything seems sus, you fucking book it and call me, all right? If it sucks, hit the bricks. Got it. Uh, not quite, but you know what? Close enough. All right. All right, we can't be late. All right, come on, uh, the... Other Pete? Uh, let's workshop that later. Yep, that sounds great. 
Wait, I wonder, do we like have the same mic? No, 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 no thinking about this. Uh, I, if you have any more clone questions, write them down. Got it. All right. <laughs> as Pete will walk, Pete Prime will walk off to, I assume this place as an elevator or stairs or whatever, however this building is structured, Pete is leaving. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's probably an elevator. Sweet. There's definitely an elevator. A meat elevator. <laughs> meat elevator. It's it's metal. It's meat. just everything is made out of meat. Meatle. Meatle. Meatle, yeah. Then I'm looping an arm around uh, Clone Pete and just kind of fucking walking toward the mezzanine. Damn, I wish you'd... I wish I'd known you were one of them uh, fucking spawn types before. Like, I dated a girl who did this once and... Damn, she knew how to use it, but it, it would have made things a lot easier in terms of just helping you out with this. Sounds, uh, impractical. I mean, you... I, like, that's... You know what, I, I have questions, but I'll save them. Let's, let's go on to something plot relevant, shall we? Yeah, there is actually plot here. I have plot yeah, for both is. of these two. Um, these two chuckle fucks. So as Pete is going up the elevator, Pete and call Pete and Bell. God fucking damn it! Pete and Bell enter the me- mezzo mezzanine, and you know I think you find a spot at the bar. Uh, there's some. It, it's a sort of upscaley bar. There's some. There's some music playing. There's a. There's a live band. Uh, probably lo- some locals. <sighs> Just kind of settle down into a spot tap the table and fuck what would a drink be here what's a terrible cursed bug drink nectar weevil wormerita bug to wormeritas please (laughs) jimmy buffett is so sad in this universe instead of just being dead (laughs) i don't get this joke he's the guy who made the margaritaville show or the the fucking the margaritaville like, restaurants come on lex okay two wormeritas guy puts two uh you know martini glass wait mar- margarita I, what is a margarita never mind puts two <laughs> drinks in front of you and there's like a kind of a a weird looking there's there's, there's almost a worm sticking out of it there's some little spindly legs kind of hanging out off off the side like a like a lemon Bell instantly gets to sipping, just like, ah, still good shit. Come on, Pete, absolutely recommend trying yours. They are so good. Interesting. I wonder if I have taste buds. He, Pete will uh, knock it back and he's like, I still don't know if I have taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> Important question. Uh, do you consume the, like, worm-looking thing that's stuck on the glass like a lemon. Obviously. Okay. That's ominous. (laughs) (laughs) Do you eat the worm? Yes. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) But yeah, just kind of sitting here looking around, kind of eye in the crowd for anyone that looks like they're looking for someone. Someone sits down on the other side of you you can hear them and there's like a sort of a musical just a little bit of 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 notes that kind of cut through all of the other music that's going on and you turn around and there's someone that you know 
very well. Intimately. Intimately, one might say. Your old boyfriend, Roanale. This guy has... A face? A face, yes. He has uh, a face. It's kind of mid-toned, I guess, kind of skin. But the, probably the most notable thing is that he's covered in these tattoos kind of on his neck and his arms, um, his face as well, of music notes. And they change color as he moves just a little bit, and they produce a little bit of sound as well. Like you, there's this, there's sound coming from him. It's just every movement he makes has a sort of musical quality to it. Bell, is that the guy? Peter's looking at someone completely different. <laughs> and he says, Hey, Zara. Been a while. I think he thinks we're someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and Bell, who had been like, Oh, Pete, it's just, here's the kind of musical tone. Here's the words. Hey, Ro. <sighs> it's been a minute. And I'm Pete. Nice to meet you. Pete will outstretch a hand. Sorry, do you do handshakes here? I am uh, still not used to uh, dimension hopping or being alive, really. Uh, long story. New friend of yours? Yeah. I think, I think I count as that. Yeah. I've, uh, I've made a couple new friends lately. Good to hear. And, uh, Belle is just dead staring, like, usually is fiddling with things and moving, but is just completely locked on and just unblinking. Uh, Pete is finally catching on to the fact that you could probably cut the air with a knife right now, and, uh, uh, Barkeep, a couple more of those worm things, can you make them stronger this time? Like, maybe put in a second worm? You do not need second worm. Sounds good. But more wormerita coming up. You... You added to the cleft on your bicep. It, it looks good. <laughs> Thanks. Roa, uh, this, this, hey, this is, uh, this is Pete. My, uh, uh co-worker slash new friend from my new job. Uh, hi. Nice to meet you, Pete. He'll start to offer his hand again, but then, like, realizing it wasn't really taken the first time, he'll... Yeah, uh, likewise. So, uh... I heard that you had something to you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're trying to do... A heist, I think, or maybe saving some people who tried to do a heist and <laughs> were really bad at it. Sorry, I'm still... He traces his fingers across uh, some of these stanzas on his arm 
and the sound around you kind of dulls and it's almost like you it feels more like you are in a room all to yourself even though everyone is still you know at a bar around you that is cool can can they not hear us more like we are going to blend in. Awesome. Other Pete is going to uh, reach for... Does he even... Is this Other Pete even wearing clothes? Maybe he has like a facsimile of them? Yeah, you mentioned that he has <laughs> okay, clothes. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, probably doesn't have any of Prime Pete's stuff, so... Uh, yeah. Damn it, don't have my notebook equivalent thing. All right, I will remember this. Uh... Yeah, so, anyway, so long story, or, well, not really, but the short of it is we are here to, I believe, collect some people, that, co-workers, I think, that uh, tried to break into something big and scary and kind of messed up. What were their names? Sorry, I'm... Their, their names don't matter as much. As in the names of the place... That they failed to break into? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ro, we... We're breaking into the encephalocome. Hmm. An interesting choice. Not a choice I'd generally be making, but it's... what the mission requires. Are you falling into old habits? <laughs> Just as always. Well. What do you need from me? I need an inn. And, well, the choir is the best inn I got. That we are. I'm glad you remember your old friends enough for that. <laughs> Just, uh, ships in the night these days, you know? Hmm. Well, the encephalocone, an inn there? That's tough. But... I think I can do something. As an investment. And he plays a bit of music across his arm again that gets almost mimicked by the band on the stage and then he says I can have something here for you fairly soon <sighs> but whatever it is that you're looking for in there we would like a bit of as well Sound fair? Just a copy. Kind of glances to Pete for a second before. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Shouldn't be too hard. You'll be the, one of the first to field test something we like to call Project Obligato. I'll tell you more about it when it gets here. I just, I wanted to hear more about how you've been doing. And I think we can cut away to other Pete. 
and notably for this session right now, uh, Kenzie and Nate kind of taking a back seat for, you know, reasons. They're our live audience today. <laughs> and it, it's important for meta, meta reasons. They get to they get get a little taste of of of, of backstory, a little backstory and and spice and a little drama as a tweet as a tweet for from for the uh, bell. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for this very personalized torture. <laughs> it's your fifth circle of of hell, except instead of a a really bad Italian accent, it's your ex boyfriend. Is that a different circle of hell? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. One of them has fetuses on it. That's about all I remember. <laughs> Fucking Dante. What a weirdo. <laughs> well, excuse me. Lust is the second circle, so. Hmm. Second circle of hell, then. Yes, this is my second circle. Congrats. You're two circles of hell simultaneously. I, I want to be really clear. Roa, Roa Nail is really hot. Problematically just, just, hot. <laughs> just, just... <laughs> I need it to be can- canon for everyone. Roa is really hot. <laughs> I do feel like that this was implied. Yeah, well, I want it to be specifically stated for the future wiki authors. <laughs> Roa Nail, uh, in his description, uh, like physical descriptors, hot. Sex magnet. <laughs> Sex magnet. He- think of a really hot musician. That is the vibes he's got. <laughs> Think of a hot person. <laughs> We're not going to tell you who to think is hot. You probably have your own tastes. And besides, if we choose someone specific, they might turn out to be a creep later. Just think of somebody <laughs> you personally find attractive. Who will never be problematic ever. Mm-hmm. He does feel an obligation to play Smash Brothers with them instead of passing to them in a game of football or whatever the sport. <laughs> All right, speaking of, the elevator doors open on the floor that you uh, believe that you saw this thing. The the thing fell out of the window. You know where it is, roughly. Yeah. And this is Pete Prime for the audience. Pete probably counted the floors if that was possible. Yeah, I think it's not hard. It it wasn't particularly high up. Um, It was like the fourth floor, I want to say. Yeah, fourth floor and... You'll be walking in that general direction. What what does this place look like? Is it like an apartment complex or? It's it's kind of a. It looks like a multi-purpose place. Maybe it's used as an office building or as apartments. It looks like people rent this place out. I think I think you asked someone at the desk at the front desk downstairs, like what people use it for, and it's generally like a place that you rent space out of. I see. It's all made out of metal, of course. So that means there's at least some porn being filmed here. Oh, that's how they get the spaces. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Interesting. Uh, Fortunately. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's all right. Pete's none the wiser. He may want to wash his hands, but he doesn't know. Anyway, he probably wouldn't know exactly the room to go to, but maybe he knows the general direction. So I'm going to say Pete walks towards it and looks is are there any doors that look particularly out of the ordinary if none are he's just going to start knocking nothing in particular um but i think you know roughly like which of like two or three doors 
is the one. Sounds good. Okay, pretty sure it's one of these. Well, here goes. He will start knocking on all of the doors systematically and maybe waiting for like, he'll knock, maybe say hello, knock again. And then with, if he doesn't get a response in like 10 or so seconds, he moves on to the next door. Uh, first door you knock on, someone opens the door just a little bit, kind of peeks their head around. Uh, hi, did you, uh, hello? Dro- did you drop something out the window earlier? No. All right, sorry to bother. Have a nice day. There, there are some uh, moaning sounds coming from <laughs> further in the room. <laughs> oh, uh, best of luck with whatever's going on back Thanks. there. Sounds intense. Fun, fun things. Nice. Uh, well, r- remember snacks and aftercare? That was the <laughs> word that I heard Belle say. Don't worry, we got plenty. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> they closed the door. <laughs> I joined you, but I'm kind of busy and... Wait, actually, that would be rude. Uh, I don't have time for Smash Bros. <laughs> anyway. Besides my Kirby reasons. <laughs> no, 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 never mind. Um, going on next door. You knock and you get no answer. All right. Pete will be say hello. No response. No response. Well, hopefully I don't get shot, but we should... He'll try the door, just to see if it's locked. I think it is. Yeah, it would be. It's locked. In that case, Pete moves on to door number three of the doors he thinks could realistically be. He, he knocks. Uh, you knock, and you hear a, just a minute! Is this a voice I'd at, at all recognize? No. Uh, hi, sorry, did you drop something out of the window, or someone in that room do that? No! Alright, uh, sorry to bother- Get ye gone. What, did he just say, get ye gone? Alright, can do. Bye. <laughs> Alright, door number four. Uh, you, you would guess based on the location that the middle door, the, the second one that was locked, that you didn't get an answer, it's probably the one. Alright, he'll go to the fourth door and he'll be like, no, this this feels too far off, and it's definitely not those guys, so, uh, hmm, this one. So, he'll, like, try it one last time, I assume that it is locked, and then... Yep. Okay, uh, this seems really stupid, but, uh, what, what, what is this door made of? I, I put my hand on it, is it metal? Or is it wood? Or a live uh, needle? Yeah, it's 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 metal. Yeah, it, it it opens the same way as the other ones. It's sun. Uh, I guess, what are doors like on Rook? Mildly fleshy hinges? It's like it seems to the... I guess that other one opened. It was like a... The whole... Instead of having hinges, it was like the whole thing was just kind of glued to the wall by some kind of... Substance. It has knuckles. Knuckles? See, I just think of it as like a big wall of meat that once you like touch a hand to it, it all just pulls and retracts into itself like muscles and tendons stretching. That's fair. I did have it crack open on the other one. So so maybe I can kind of compromise there and it like it yeah it like a slit opened like contracted in the door on that other the side just are the muscles ah uh, oh i see what you mean 
No, for this scenario, you know. So, did someone tell Pete that the that all the metal here is alive? Was that something that happened? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, Pete is going to, like, pat... Well, I don't feel like I know anything about lockpicking, uh, or if this even looks like a lock to pick. There is something that you would recognize as a Rukian lock. Oh, I hope that they weren't being literal about them this, uh... He'll put his hand to the lock. If you're sentient, I am very sorry, and he will cast exception. Okay. Uh, let remind me exactly how that works. Exception. You pick. Oh shit. Maybe maybe this isn't something he can do because it says you pick one creature within long range. The target is jolted by a confluence of fundamental forces. Yeah, I worry that it's slightly getting over into into shatter territory. However, I, if you make a level four roll to attempt this, to use this in this way, I will allow it. Um, so we're basically changing the, it's kind of in keeping with the idea, but it's not, it's kind of outside of the range, normal range of what it does. So you're going to make a, a check to try and make it work. <sighs> but I don't want to like break the fuse the lock shot and i don't think that exception is likely strong enough to break metal it sounds like it's kind of fucking with the internal workings of a living thing it kind of depends on the recursion some i guess in like arden it might be like shooting a fucking laser beam so like well a magic laser beam so uh, some some kind of flesh disrupting thing yeah <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll try. Hopefully it isn't a crit fail. I guess if it is, I can, uh, I could spend an experience. You can spend effort if you'd like. Oh, yes, I'll definitely expend effort. Well, well, 15. Okay, so you're able to use exception in this way. Now, make a level 2 roll to, uh, actually have this disrupted. So you've successfully used it to try and make it in do this thing, outside of its normal bounds, and then... I rolled an eight. An eight? Okay, that's enough. Sweet. Yeah, I was a bee. I was about to start doing a whole other song and dance for this, but if I can just magic the door open, we'll magic the door open. It sounds great. Yeah, it's not a huge deal. This is not a particularly, like... It's basically an office building. They don't have the best locks. That's fair. <laughs> what does this exception look like? Pete will put a hand to it, and you can kind of see... Almost from his fingertips, like these beams of vaguely warm light uh, sear into the lock and doesn't really melt it, but it seems to kind of warp it slightly. And after a little while, it pops. You, there's like a click. and or However, this door operates, yes. The door slurps open and you are immediately see a rather... A uh, distressing scene. It's a fairly small room, but there's kind of three notable things. There is a weird-looking machine off to the side, kind of in the corner. It takes up a fair chunk of the room. It is very out of place. It's a mixture of clockwork and crystal, as well as more Rukian, like, organomer. There is, on the ground... Looks like he fell out of a chair eight feet away from it. There is a very dead looking man 
with a huge like hole in his chest. Just it looks like his chest burst open. Oh. A lot of blood. This is very bad looking. He's very dead. And then uh, there is a desk. It looks like a work table near the window that is open. And there is another masculine person flopped on their back against the desk. One hand is kind of sticking out the window slightly. And sitting on top of their chest is a thing that looks like a beating heart. What the Well, good news. Spitting out another version of myself was the second grossest thing to happen today. Oh, God, this is gross. They look, this other person looks still alive. uh, And notably, the heart, uh, when the door opens, turns and hisses at you. Oh, uh, it's okay. I'm... Not gonna hurt you? Are you sentient? Is that is that noise at me, or is that just... Sorry, I'm not... Th- these things are usually inside people's bodies. I don't actually know what they sound like. If you can uh, understand me, uh, hiss again, or make some other noise. It goes back to eating this guy's chest. Okay, so that isn't a beating heart. It is some... It is a creature that is heart shaped hmm uh val is currently losing their shit (laughs) i know what this is (laughs) have you asked them whether they dropped anything out the window yet yeah the window is definitely open there's a work table with like metal bits and bobs on it some tools scattered this doesn't look comfy just just to be clear Comfy wasn't the vibe I was getting from your descriptions, don't worry. This was not fucking cozy, Lexi! So I'm guessing that this thing that is this heart-shaped creature that is currently eating one of the the not-dead, not-yet-dead body is uh, probably not a friend. And um, ideally I'd like to levitate it out of the open window, but I don't think I can actually levitate things like that. I think I get to levitate something in place, mostly. Yeah, it's more of a de-gravitying it. You could exception it, though. That is specifically a thing that this works for. <laughs> yes, no, I was thinking that perhaps we, uh... Well, uh... Can't have you eating this this guy, uh... So he's thinking, okay, uh, Belle said to leave when shit is fucked, and this is, this is fucked, but, uh... Question, can I be, like... I see this... From view of the doorway, right? This I not mm-hmm. I don't have to be in the room to see this thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pete is going to put one hand on the door, ready to slam this thing shut. If uh, what if he what he's trying doesn't work, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry about this little guy, but you don't seem friendly, and he's gonna try to exception this creature. Okay. Uh, make a level four attack attack roll. Level four? Intellect attack roll. Holy shit. It's fairly small. Maybe I should have levitated this thing first, but no matter. We are where we are. Uh, if you want to spend points, you can. I am going to spend points, yes. I am going to roll. Please still be good roll. It was not. That's an eight. 
Okay, that is not quite enough. Uh, you fire your beams of of strange energy um, at this thing, and it whips around and skitters off this guy's chest and um, tries to kind of... Um... I was hopefully positioning myself such that if it is gunning for me, I will just try to shut the door as quickly as possible. It is not gunning for you. I think it honestly kind of pulls itself onto the table and kind of off the edge of the table. And I think there is a bed in the room, almost like a cot, um, that it kind of crawls underneath, leaving this person bleeding on the desk. Oh, God, I do not have the... I am not a doctor, and that thing may try to eat me Well, I am... Oh, damn it. Damn it. <gasps> oh, shit. The guy, well, obviously does the thing that I just did, and begins to look around and sees you. Help! <laughs> okay, uh, f- fuck, fuck, uh... Pete wouldn't have no ability to patch this guy up, I just I have to assume. Because he is not a doctor, and unless there's a generic recovery roll you can make, roll to fix, you can make in the strange. I'm not sure why Pete would have any of it. Like, unless it's something Recursion would give him, he would have no medical training. You wouldn't have any training, but you could try to make, like, a roll or something of that kind. Alright, could I... Is there anything I could use to just, like, anything... Like, is there, like, sh- sheets or something I could try and use to at least... St- There's a suspicious amount of medical materials in here. I, I, uh, fuck, I'll do my best. Um, he's going to at least try to staunch the bleeding as best he can. Like, uh, wh- where is the bleeding coming from? Is it is just the hole in his uh, chest? his chest. Okay, yes. How um, is he bleeding like... when he doesn't have a heart? He yeah. has a heart, but it, you can see there's a lot of blood coming from where a heart is and it's probably damaged he's got a broken heart it's so sad all right d- describe the medical materials that are here is there anything futuristic looking because he's gonna look at this yeah and be like okay i don't think that uh, i don't think that a bandage will cover that uh that looks that looks broken yeah i mean it is mostly bandages and like antiseptics and whatnot but like future and bandages and whatnot i i uh I don't know if hospitals are... Let's, let's just try and stop the bleeding. That, that's a start, right? All right, shit. Can you guys still hear me? Because I just lost audio. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Yep. Yes, yeah. I think the one thing that Pete would trust himself to do is, like, wrap something soft and cloth-looking and also with anti- antiseptic to see if he can reduce or halt the blood loss a little bit. So what, what difficulty check would that be? Um, level... Uh, let's go with a level five and see where it, what happens. I will spend effort, so that'll be a level four. There's a lot of blood. Uh, would this be a might or a speed roll? This is intellect. You're bandaging a wound. That's fair. All right. Fourteen. That's enough, right? Because five, I reduce it to four. Four times four is sixteen. No, it isn't. Twelve? I, I rolled a four. Four times three is twelve. Sweet. Okay, yes, I rolled a fourteen. This, this is actually... Okay. Uh, you managed to quickly... Uh, wrap this person's chest in gauze that or like in bandages that is definitely gonna help but it's clearly bleeding a lot you've slowed it and he says no time the machine the machine 
get get me to the, get get me to the machine. Okay, uh, I is that a thing? All right, um, we'll take it very slowly. Okay, uh, I'm going to do my best to like supporting is supporting as much of this guy's body weight as possible. Pete is going to do his best to like prop him up and slowly try and walk him to the machine. Okay, you bring this guy over to the machine that now that you've got a better close like a closer look at it you can see that in all of this stuff that it's clearly bits and bobs from other recursions and and this recursion like that's what the technology looks like it's like a conglomeration of weird things um but it's got these the the main thing of it is basically a chair not like one of those like a dentist chair almost or a medical chair um, where you'd put someone, and it's got these arms that are kind of folded up currently. I, I'll set him down on the, I guess, chair? Okay, you're gonna have... I, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen this before in my life. You're gonna have to walk me through this. <sighs> the, uh, he looks over at a um, at the machine, says, damn it. There's a piece missing. Fuck. Uh, did it fall out of the window? You know what? Screw it. You. Um, I'll take the thing out of my backpack. Is this it? His eyes light up. This is. Okay. Uh, he points at a spot on the machine uh, where it looks like there's a slot um, for various prongs. Kind of like a USB, but, you know, that, that idea, but more techy and futuristic and probably more delicate um and the and f- like four you know holes where you might screw in stuff i have a question yes does this guy look suspiciously like the janitor's cousin <laughs> uh no actually this guy looks i did ask if i'd recognized i oh i actually no i meant to i forgot to ask but i will ask now does the, either the corpse or the very wounded man I am currently helping look at all familiar to me? The corpse looks like a Rukian native, kind of a generic. They've, they've got the cybernetic meat stuff going on. This guy also looks Rukian, but there's something a little... the uh, Well, he's currently bleeding. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, I mean, I assume Pete wouldn't have gotten the best look at this guy because he's been, he's dying. He doesn't look particularly related to the janitor in any way. Cool. Uh, Okay, there's my theory. Okay, this is strange. I am talking, uh, say, um, so Pete will take out the screw set and, uh, screw these in It's like. Okay, I know now's a bad time for small talk, but you don't know anyone who goes by the name of Michael? Uh, the guy looks really confused and says, uh, says I, I know a Mike. <laughs> All right, we'll put a pin on that one, maybe when you're not dying. Um, He's a sailor, I don't... Uh, okay, um... The fuck? Sailor, maybe he has... I mean... Is that Rukian for janitor? Probably not. Uh, you know, it's it's okay. Is this? I, I've screwed this thing in. Uh, okay, uh, you put it in and yes, screw the yes. the bits in. Okay. As soon as you do it, the whole machine like hums to life, and a display appears, 
projected above this where you screwed this box in. But it's controls. Um, perhaps you might familiarly recognize it as a Joy-Con. <laughs> this was, in fact, a Joy-Con repair kit. Are you playing Sol- Surgeon Simulator now? Because I'm not very good at that game. Yeah, you are now playing Surgeon Simulator. God, does that, have any of you played those like DS games where you're a surgeon trying to fix people and then halfway through the games it becomes about aliens in their chests that you zap with laser guns? It, it, what the fuck? No. No, but it sounds God. good. That does sound weirdly entertaining. In the comments section down below, before you hit that like and subscribe button, uh, <laughs> please someone let me know what this series is. I found like... I th- thought it was a dream until I found it on YouTube and then was like, wow, this is real, and then immediately forgot its name. But n- no matter, um, well, Pete Walk, this is, oh my god, are they, it's, okay. Uh... There is also on the screen, almost like guidance, there's a set of instructions, almost, that begin to pop up. Oh, thank god, okay. Um, anything about this I should know, otherwise I'm just gonna read the words and hope that they don't Tell me to fix you. The guy, like, gives you a thumbs up and pulls the bandages off. Okay. Guess we're doing this. Go ahead and make a medical check to do heart surgery. Uh, this will be level six with four assets. Level six with four assets. What does that mean? Sorry, remind me. Uh, it's basically a level two check for you. Sweet. I did. I got a... Five, uh, I assume that fails. Can, I, I will spend XP on this if it does. That That is a failure, yeah. Oh, I don't want to kill this guy. Um, wait, could I, have, could I have spent effort to do this without reducing? Oh, yeah, yeah, I assume. Oh, sweet. In that case, yeah, my intellect pull is being taxed, but yes, yeah, sorry. I, I, for some reason, I wasn't sure if, like, this was something. So I can spend effort and, like, any check. Any check that you could do. Sweet. In that case, yes, I will spend more effort. Unfortunately, I did not roll a three. My XP is secured. Thank fuck. All right. Because yes. Okay. We'll count that as a as a win as we still continue to learn the rules. Yes. Sorry. It's also been a hot fucking minute since we made rules in this game. We don't roll very often. We don't. So as you follow the instructions on the screen, this machine whirs to life as you, clearly with some uh, computer guidance, use what, like, a combination of weird, like, there's energy moving through these, like, clockwork arms from these crystals that are channeled by the Rukian metal, and lasers kind of come out of the ends of these crystals that, that are on the tips of the arms as well. And you manage to repair, like regenerate and heal this heart and then seal up the chest. And this this guy is now very much okay and alive and no longer bleeding out. <sighs> thank you. Th- thank you. Thank you. This, it worked, but also God, gods above and below and beyond and I don't even believe in any gods. Ah, <laughs> uh, where is that horrible monstrosity? Are you talking about the thing eating you? It's under the bed. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, I tried to zap is, it. Did you kill it? 
I tried. It's very small and fast, and I am not used to these things being arm lasers, but uh, finger lasers. Good, 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 good. Uh, they, they are fascinating creatures, but horribly dangerous. I uh, <sighs> figured, was, did it make the hole? Uh, you know, I mean, that guy? Unfortunately, yes. That My goal was, I thought we had more time. He was supposed to... My goal was to help him, but it came out before I could finish the machine. I, I, I'm Serge. Uh, Pete. You, you can call me Serge. And uh, you, you might call me an, int- an inter-recursion heart surgeon. We'll cut away. <laughs> Back to a different kind of heart surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I came very close to killing that man. Did not like that. <laughs> okay, so we are back in the mezzo-mezzanine. So, how have things been going for you? Fine, really. T- fine, fine, totally. Uh, uh, thriving on earth really um actually doing pretty good there and uh you with the choir <laughs> i've moved up a little ways oh damn Con- good congratulations I, I think, sorry, I feel like I'm missing a bit of context here. I'm, I'm doing my best. Oh, it's, it's all, it's all good, Pete. Uh, kind of leans into him. Remember how I mentioned this could be awkward because old ties? Vaguely. Yeah, I'm, Roa. I was inside a man at the time, but I think I can, uh... <laughs> I think I remember the chest. (laughs) Starts massaging her temples. Well, uh, Roa and I, uh, were dating for quite a while. Oh. Pete definitely says that too loud, and Belle just jumps and just like, oh, God. Am I to take it, Belle, that you haven't told them much about me? I mean, don't take no offense. I only started existing, like, uh, ten minutes ago. And I think the other me uh, was a pretty new recruit. I, I mean, we're friends now, but... It- he, he turns to actually look at you for, like, literally the first time. <laughs> like, like he he's kind of glossed over you this whole time, but now he's, like, actually, like, looking at you. He says, oh, a clone, I see. Yeah, uh, sorry, I know this is, this is probably... Is, is this bad form here? Uh, the real me, uh, something very important happened. He, he had to run and then created me. I was honestly waiting until he figured out how to do that. It was very stuffy in there. <laughs> I can imagine. Belle, for, like, for all that she's looked a completely un, like, unflappable during any of the other bullshit, like, during a fight at, like, not even, like, about to get bodied. This is the first time she's like, oh, God, it looks, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> yep, I can only imagine that wasn't comfy. Uh. Yeah, so, um, in that regard, I think that 
We're a pretty new team. I mean, even the other me. Uh, truth be told, I didn't kn I kind of only knew about recursions. Do you know about recursions? I'm going to assume you know about recursions. Um, <laughs> You're pretty new to Rook, aren't you? Yes, incredibly, and... He's very, very fresh. Rook, we, we are a recursion. But yes, I am quickened as well. Oh, uh, I'd say me too, but I, I'm not sure I count. Uh, there's, there's a lot of existential stuff I'm trying really hard not to think about right now. It's, uh, I, I've been getting closer with my new friends on Earth, but, uh, I didn't exactly immediately lead with my exes. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're finding what you've been looking for, then. I would hope. Yeah. I, uh... I've still been looking, you know? But I'm getting closer. Hmm. And, well... <laughs> I guess... I'm glad you're still with what you were always looking for. There's still a place for you. You know that. Uh, hey, you know, never been one for, uh, going away from home. Earth is home for me, so... So much as I might like hanging out here, uh, Rook's not my style. Well, I suppose for old times' sake, consider our investment also partly what I owe you. And someone walks into the bar and subtly passes something off to Roa. And he holds it out to you. It's a little vial. This is Project Obligato. It's a newly developed tool from the Unified Choir, and I think it is what you were looking for to get in to the Encephalocomb. Yeah? This little friend, and he kind of shakes it a little bit, and there's a little, looks like a little, a really small little beetle in it. Uh, kind of rattles a little bit. Small friend. This is in the cutting edge of information manipulation. Tell it what you need prior to your mission. You can set it anywhere near a computer system that you might need to access, and it will crawl to it. And currently, unfortunately, they are disposable. Part of the process is they leave no trace and utilize their entire bodies. They will melt into the system and be able to make any information changes throughout the network that you need. They won't hack gene locks, but it will be able to tell anyone in the system that you are expected in whatever way you deem, whatever approach you decide to have. The only downside is you will need to 
get inside the front door at least. That's a much easier order than everything else. Ideally, you are able to stall long enough for it to hack you into the system, and they'll find you whatever it is you need, but you'll need to get into the lobby, which is not necessarily an easy task, and if you wait too long in there without a, a without being understood to be expected, well, you won't return. <laughs> but I think the choir, whatever it is you're stealing, well, we would prefer to have no risk to come back on us as an organization for a heist, and we can't get you in to take something that isn't ours. Hey, I know how it is. Independent contractor safer. And, hey, I've been with a better team and worse odds, and instantaneously winces the moment she says it. I'm glad that you understand that now. He looks sad and also a little bit miffed. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I really didn't. That's fine. Peter's looking between the two of them a bit awkwardly. Thank you. It, I obviously don't have much of import to add to what's going on here, but uh, this does help, and we uh, won't let you down. I Just don't forget to bring us back what you find. And he pulls out another thing uh, that he, he hands you a weird looking floppy disk kind of thing. Alrighty. When you interface with the memories, plug your umbilical into this. It will copy whatever you experience. Got it. Gently takes it and kind of glances to Pete, then leans in a tiny bit and says, a lot quieter, just... How are my records? Um, I think Pete, you see as she leaned in, he um, rolls his finger across his arm again. And you don't quite, you're just not able to quite make out whatever she's saying. It sounds like it blends in with, it's like crowd sounds almost. So that's what it seems like. They're safe for now. Just do what it is you need to do, and you'll see them again. I, I know, I know. Just. I really am glad you're doing good, Roa. And I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad you have people that you. I haven't seen this kind of fire in your eyes since. <laughs> yeah. It has been a while since I felt this way. Just don't let it get in the way. Eyes kind of harden, glancing up. I don't let things get in the way. 
And then they lean back again and that you can hear them again. All right. Well, uh, unless there's anything else, we should get to rendezvous and with the rest of our group and get ready for, uh, kind of nudges Pete. Heist time. Yeah, heist time. Um, thank you much. Uh, we'll get you what you're coming for. And I, you know, a lot of that conversation felt like it went over my head, but it was nice to meet you. <laughs> He'll give a cheery little wave. He'll kind of just glance at you. <laughs> he's <laughs> He's been mostly looking at Belle this whole time. Just like the slightest of nods. I'll introduce you to uh, other me sometime. He's nice, I think. So then I guess we are leaving. Y- yep, yep. Uh, kind of just like nudges the shoulder. Just like, uh, another time, Ro. Later. His hand reaches out for yours. <laughs> Instantly freezes. <laughs> you make it back. How many ciphers do you have? Uh, two. Hmm. Can you lose one? Uh, yeah. Kind of glances over to other Pete and just kind of <laughs> passes one over. Because <laughs> fuck it. He presses a small orb into your hand. It's like a, it's like a marble. Neat. Uh, thank you. This is incredibly kind. Uh, so I m- m- might I ask what this does? Which one did you hand him? I will send it to you. I'm scrolling through my thing now. But Okay. The one that has been handed to you, Bell, that I think is kept relatively hidden, but Pete, go ahead and make a perception check if you want to specifically see it. 14. That's good enough. You see that she has passed some kind of marble that does not look natural it looks definitely it you can tell that it's a cipher right but bell you know what this is it's a portal sphere <gasps> yo this oh is boy. something that could get one person out to a predetermined location oh and he says take this as what i really owe you just kind of nods. Thanks. He turns back to the bar. Later. Kind of turns away. See you around, Songbird. <laughs> Literal, like, tears start building in her eyes and just. <sighs> Later, player. <laughs> grabs Pete and just starts speed walking away before she can just start bawling. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pete being stuck in the middle of this like the oblivious child in the divorce. <laughs> this isn't even the oblivious child in the divorce. This is the single parents divorced with the step parent. <laughs> the weirdest third wheel situation. Yeah, it's yeah, so, it's so third wheeling. I, once, once Pete is out of earshot, he is going. He's going to, like, gently elbow Bell and and say, "You know, I'm 
pretty new to existence, and I don't even think real me is a good eye for these things, but I think that guy had a crush on you. Uh, <laughs> March 4th, 2009. Supplemental recording of Isabel Piper's Brief Lucidity. I, I can't remember? Shh. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Watch. 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 Initiate horseman protocol now. Shh. No one's gonna hurt you. Echoes. 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 I, I think I, I have it he- here. Echoes. 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 Stand your ground. Shh. French cooking. Please retrieve your your. <laughs> Don't lose sight of each other. I ha- I had to do it. Echoes. 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 Shh. It's okay. You're okay, little. Remember who is who. Echoes. 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 There are people here to help. Reflect. Reflect. Huh. Never seen you before. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceweavePod or at diceweave.tumblr.com. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Lexi Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. Some of this music can be found on SoundCloud at Lexi Conwell Creative, with additional music from Fractal Skies on Spotify. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system with additional world building by the cast of Diceweave.